the floor? Bullets ain't got names. Ain't no foreign territory. Like, woo! Shit. Where from bad news? Everybody know the rules. Kill or be killed, man, that shit is up to you. Niggas out here flat, learning their day. Kill your fucking family if you think you got away. Doesn't really matter where you live in any ways. Lurking on your ass, cause you probably fucking pray like, woo! Oh shit. going on y'all and uh welcome to vaughn versus the world podcast i am your host bad news vaughn and i hope everybody is doing well i know i didn't come in with no witty ass intro or nothing like that you know the the just the ramblings before you know i get into a subject whatever like that um like i said i hope everybody's doing well i want to start out with an announcement um i would not be returning to twitch ever um, it got nothing to do with Twitch or their practices or anything like that. It's just that I will not be having the time to return to return to Twitch, and it also kind of took the fun out of uh, playing video games as well. Um, as you guys know, something if you listen to this podcast, most of the time you guys know that I'm um, I guess I'm an introvert. Um, so I'm, I'm more to myself, you know, I'm not used to being in um, the public eye as much um, So that was taking a lot on me um, I feel like I was faking a lot of reactions on Twitch and um, and I apologize for that And I just feel like I wasn't genuinely having fun I mean, don't get me wrong, I feel like I had fun on there But I feel like it wasn't as fun, it wasn't genuine, you know um, And it, it, I realized that when I went to Minnesota and, and it was like a much needed um, break, uh, like from everything. And I knew, I know, I noticed that my reaction when I was in Minnesota, I was genuinely having fun, and it was, you know, it was legit instead of just, uh, you know, because of the cameras are rolling. I guess that's why I just I can't get down with um, all the, the the YouTube fakeness and shit like that. Like what my daughter be wearing and shit. I mean, we'll be watching and shit. You know, like uh, you know, they got their voice all extra high and everything, and shit like that. Like, hey guys, and welcome to this and that, and welcome to Minecraft and this and that. And, you know, all that shit. And I was like, man, that ain't me. And I was like, well, it's taking the fun out of like um, streaming. Oh, well, not streaming, but like gaming, like in general, like you know, um, I just wasn't having fun, like. I was trying to grow an audience, and I, I ended up getting affiliate, but it was like, it's just, at this at that point, I was like, I was done. I was burnt out. I don't know, just, if he was like, man, you just probably just need, a, like, a much-needed break, and I did. I had a much-needed break. I had fell back, fall back, and reflected, and I was like, man, I'm having, like, so much fun gaming outside of streaming, and I don't mind watching people stream and um 
like, um, you know, hosting them and, um, you know, interact with them when they streaming, you know, um, like my homeboy, uh, Nardo or Nano, keep fucking his name up. This, I know a guy, uh, there was a guy in my uh, MMA team named Nardo with the same exact spelling. <laughs> so, uh, Nano, you know, he took, he took like a much needed break and it, he said it was like much needed and shit. And he seemed like he's having like a, a really fun time on Twitch right now, to be honest with you. Um, but me, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not, I'm not coming back. Uh, if I do pop up on Twitch. It is something that I am working with, with the old 810 pro wrestling podcast team. That is something that's in the works. They just messaged me by the way, um, that, of them coming back and recovering, um, covering pro wrestling topics. Um, while I still do Vaughn versus the world. So I may be giving them that platform, but what we're going to have to see, you know, like I said, I like, I was having fun outside the game. Like, um, what I've been playing so far, I've been playing, um, virtual pro wrestling, freedom edition. Of course, uh, I've been playing that, been playing all stars, been playing W2K 19. Actually, that is shit is fun. You put them sliders up and it's fucking challenging. It's all fast. They recover all fast and shit like that. It's kind of, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's how I like my wrestling games. Like my games would be a little fast paced and a little challenging and unrealistic. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's why we in the, like video games is unrealistic. Um, you know, um, been playing UFC Undisputed 3. Um, been playing a lot of shit, um, as of late. Just, just relaxing and playing Street Fighter Five this morning. Um, forgot who I played with, but he's a streamer. I don't know if he was streaming or not, but I don't fucking care. Maybe um, because I was having fun, you know. Um, I played uh, 2K18 with Party Marty because we couldn't play um, Royal Rumble with share play for some reason. It's some kind of odd setting. If anybody knows that, you got a PS5, you switch from PS PS4 to PS5. Um, be aware that there is some kind of like a lock between some games that you can be able to play. Um, so make sure you go in your settings and uh, change that. So we wasn't able to play that, so we went back to play the 2K18, and we and I put the sliders up. And he didn't know. I think he went to go do something. And I put the sliders up, which made it more challenging and fun. Um, I kept yelling Dax Harwood, baby, <laughs> like like Adam Cole. Like every time I was eliminating somebody, like Dax Harwood, baby. You guys don't know that's Scott Dawson. So um, yeah, like I said, I was having like just really good fun, and um, I'm thinking about getting Xbox Game Pass again. Uh, I haven't got it like in a few months, uh, so I just got my setup like back down here. Um, I took everything upstairs for a little bit. And I got my setup back down here where it's gaming setup. I got two computers. One, I got my Windows 7 computer working, um, functioning really well. I, I took the time and just, what happened was I installed a whole bunch of games on that bitch. It was going to be my gaming PC. I was determined. I was broke before I got a PS4 and then I got outdated because a PS5 came out. But I was broke. I was determined. But I was like, man, I got most of this shit. I like, like over 300-something games on PS4 and over 300-something games on Xbox One. Not to be flexing, but I my money does go towards games, if anything. So 
I was like, man, let me just get some of this shit off of here. And, like, most of the games I already, like, own, you know what I mean? Like, you know, um, even on the Switch, some of the games I own on the Switch. So I was like, let me just uh, clear this up and clean this up. So right now, it's just the uh, the AKI mods is on there. Um, I got ways to play my Dreamcast uh, emulators that's on the Chromebook. Um, that works really well. Long as long as you got a terabyte like hooked up to it, like a one terabyte, two terabyte. I got a two uh, one terabyte hooked up to my um, Chromebook as of right now. Um, I mean, I'm able to play like like Frame Edition on there, but I'm able to play like the Aki mods, like a uh, WCW Feel the Bang and NXT Takeover, um, um, No Mercy Edition with the black and gold brand, not the uh, the multicolor Acid Trip brand. Um, I saw something a little depressing about that. I'm gonna get back on topic, but I saw something a little depressing about Triple H, and um, he I gave an interview before he went on his um, his hiatus about how he, you know, he wished AEW the best, and you know, glad they glad they're doing their thing on Wednesdays and stuff. And he said he was trying to get NXT into another network and everything, and um, he says. Uh, there's nothing wrong with competition, you know. I, he said, in the end of the day, the wrestling fans are winning, and I, that broke my heart because, man, like soon Triple H like went ill, so, like Vince Man came in, just fucked everything up, right? Um, and man, like everybody just got released and left, like, like everybody's like literally in AEW, you know what I mean? And <laughs> I kind of forgot what I was talking about, so I was gonna come right back to what I was talking about, but oh, the, the NXT mod—that's how we got into that segue. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, like I said, I'm enjoying stuff and, and it's not just like streaming, like taking a break from streaming too. It's taking a break from my phone as well. Um, I also been cutting my phone off at six thirty or six o'clock. Uh, I feel like most important phone calls are to like seven to five. Um, mostly I need my phone on, you know, my, if my kid is after school, it's probably going to be on to six o'clock till I get her. Um, it's probably be off at six 30, spend time with her. Um, you know, we started to play games and stuff and, um, you know, read a book. I'm, I'm looking into reading a book before I go into bed. Um, you know, I, I caught up with shows. I rarely care. I, care, I rarely watch TV. I only watch wrestling and I really watch TV and I, I was really impressed with the uh, Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier until someone tried to break in my house. So <laughs> what happened was um, this is right when uh, Falcon becomes he gets the suit. He becomes Captain America and everything. And I forgot who he fights off towards the end. Oh, he fights that young girl that kind of reminds me of my daughter. Because of the curly hair and the light skin and stuff. With the freckles. My daughter hasn't got freckles yet. I don't know if she's going to have freckles or not. But anyway. He fights her or whatever like that. Uh, I think an old girl kills her or whatever. And um, I got a double shot whatever. Um, he's trying to shave, save her. And you know, she have her dying words or whatever. I missed that part. Because you know why? It's because somebody was at my screen door trying to get in. And um, I'm have the... So for me to hear that, like everything, it's like a spider sense. So like you sense danger and it's like, man, what the fuck is that? You know, you cut everything down. Like what the fuck is that? So that's what I did. I walk over and literally like blew my curtains off the windows. I'm not exaggerating. I go, who the fuck you looking for? He goes, I'm looking for my baby mom of April. April. 
And before he could say anything else, you know them old school bending bars? Like, my dad had this bending bar uh, from the 80s. Um, you know, like, I guess it works for your uh, forearm and your triceps and stuff like that. And biceps. And you just bend that bitch and stuff. It, like, works with your wrist and everything. And it's real hard. It's like, you swing that motherfucker, somebody's dying. So, I had that, like, in my kitchen. Just, uh, right now, it's right by, it's right by my door. I shouldn't be telling nobody that, but it's right by my door, just in case. So, before he can say anything else, uh, like I said, I shouldn't have done it. Cause I, like, it replays over my mind over and over again. I guess that's just the form of PTSD. Um, it just replays in my mind over and over again. And uh, and I just I just went out there without thinking. And I just grabbed the bar, and I go, and he, he's, he's already running down the, the, the driveway. He's whoa, 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 wait, wait. He's like, yo, yo, man, yo, yo, man, chill, 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 chill. He's like, um, I, I just got the wrong house. I'm sorry, man, I'm sorry. I'm like, and I'm saying, like, I always thought this, like, uh, like even with me talking now, like, I know I look scary and big now. I always didn't always look like this. Like, I think I talked about it in the last podcast. Like, I got the most unintimidating voice ever. And I know my voice squeaked or cracked or whatever. And I'm like, don't you ever fucking come back here again, you know, with this fucking thing and shit um in my hand and shit just ready to the kindle stick this guy you know um i took a picture like i was so heated and i cut my phone back up and i called my mom immediately at like 11 o'clock at night told her what happened you know um uh, mom's like uh, i'm glad you didn't go out there and whoop his ass you know um i was like yeah um <laughs> i'm glad i didn't either and I went to Twitter Spaces and uh, Nasty Leroy's on there with uh, the twenty three hundred uh, podcast. They're in Philadelphia. Uh, if you didn't know, just by the name, and um, I'm telling the, I'm telling them, I'm jumping on. I'm just hot. I just, I'm pacing back and forth. I got this thing over my shoulder and everything, and I'm just ready to fucking fuck things up. And I'm like, some tell me like they don't believe what the fuck I'm talking about, and I sent them a picture. Of what I was talking about. I'm like, this is the shit I chased the motherfucker out the house with. Like, holy f- and and the guy for 23, I forgot his name and I'm sorry. I'm so sorry I forgot your name. Um, I know we chopped it up like twice. So, um, the, the guy from 2300 Podcast um, was like, holy fuck, what the fuck is that? i never seen that before. They're like, that looked like I can do some serious damage. You know, I just, I was, I wanted to know, like, I wanted to know I wasn't captain, you know, like, I was, I was heated, I was ready, you know, and um, it's, it's funny, because I'm, I'm glad I talked to him, because he actually, I talked about having problems talking to people with interviews, uh, with the past wrestling interviews, that I think that, like, there were thuds, and, you know, they were horrible, and stuff like that, and, um, and I know Leroy told me that, like, it seemed like it was the belt guy, so it wasn't that, just, I got a I have a hard time talking to people that if I don't know you, stranger danger. Just for, I'm in therapy for that actually for right now. Just the just, just stranger danger. I get weird around people. Like I lost my, I lose my words. I lose like conversation. You know, I got everything like pictured in my head, and then when I talk to them, it just does not come out right or whatever. So I was telling him about that. Like you know, even at the, like at when I talked about the AEW after party and stuff. I was like that, you know, so I got a resting bitch face and everything, and then when I do the interviews, they're not really good because I don't feel comfortable, but he then he pointed out, like, dude, listen, 
you you get over this, man. Like, like, listen, me and you, we never met before. This is our first time talking, and we're not like. And I told him, I told him like, yeah, that's true, but you know, the like, nothing's being recorded either. Like, yeah, exactly. But you just gotta think about like nothing's being recorded, and you know, because me and you having a good ass conversation, man. Like, whenever you are, whenever I'm on here, man, make sure you come on here so I can talk to you, bro. Cause, cause, man, I, I'll talk to you anytime. And I like, I really appreciate that. He gave some really good ass advice, and I really appreciate you guys. Make sure you check him out. Twenty three hundred podcast. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's what I want to talk about. So now, I kind of want to get into the wrestling. Now, it's just a segue into wrestling. I want to get into the wrestling. All right. So there's a lot to actually to cover, and I was gonna try to cover this uh, this um this show last week but never got around to it honestly so i got it pulled up right here actually got stuff pulled up i actually had to like look it up um honestly not because i noticed i've been doing that when i do the research with uh the shannon briggs and um rampage jackson fight so uh i am trying to because they got stuff kind of out of order in here so okay we got the um so the show i'm about to get ready to talk about is um the show I'm about to get ready to talk about is uh, 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 the, the world on GCW. Um, and, uh, the participants uh, of this match was uh, Blue Ribbon Kickoff Battle Royal. And the participants is Psycho Clown. Um, didn't even know he was he wrestling in the New York area. Dark Sheik, Cole Roderick, Pero, Mo Atlas as um, Hoodfoot. Ruckus, um, independent Hall of Famer, uh, KTB, Kyle DeBeast, by the way, Juicy Fennell, uh, Fennell, um, Steve Scott, I'm not familiar with him, Nate Webb, Big Vic, that's uh, 911 son, Janai Kai, Dustin Thomas, they, he's the guy with no legs, no disrespect, that's that's who he is, um, Marcus Matters, Yola, Yola, Charles Mace, Mason, he wrestled in a fucking suit. B-Boy, Lufisto, who's also was abducted in the Independent Hall of Fame the night before. And Thunder Rosa, which got the loudest pop. Um, I don't know if they got it by, uh, by elimination. But Big Vic wins by eliminating Charles Man- uh, Manson. Um, and his dad came out. Which I thought it was a nice touch, but I don't think people had caught on what was... Like, if you didn't watch ECW from back in the day, cause that was an ECW venue they were at. It was at the Hammerstein Ballroom and also the Raw, the early Raw's uh, arena. Um, if you didn't watch ECW from back in the day and you didn't put two and two together, that that was 911 from ECW, you know, and that was a special moment for Big Vic, you know. I, I feel like it just flew over people's heads in a way, you know. Because I knew who it was when he came out. Because for a minute... When when Ricky Shane Page, uh, when I was at the uh, Spring Break show, when Ricky Shane Page said that this is nine one one son four one one, I thought he was bullshitting. I I really thought he was bullshitting, and it turns out that he's really his son, and I thought it was a nice touch. And like I said, I think it flew over people's head. Um, so that was the kickoff show. Now we are okay. We have a scramble match right here. A scramble match. We got Jack Cartwheel, Deont- Deontay um, Leon, the Grin Reaper. 
the this gimmick is reefer. <laughs> people talk about me. Hold on. People talk about me saying the word reefer. All right. This dude names the grin reefer. All right. Come on, man. Come on. Let's stick it. I stick it outside the box. You got to think outside the box. Not everybody's gonna say weed or bud or pot. You know, like some people gonna say it. You know the way they want to say it. You know that's that's all I want to say about that. Cause it's quit making fun of me about me saying reefer. Okay. That's all I gotta say. Um, always bet on Ninja Mac. Ninja Mac was in his match. Uh, <laughs> which what caught me by surprise. I'm gonna say his name last. Um, yeah, Shane Mercer was in his match. Um, so that's why he wasn't in the Battle Royal. And Alex Zane, who came out looking like I don't know, like <laughs> they called him. Like he he had rebranded himself. He was all he's in all red with like this blue hair. They had called him the like uh, the Sauce God because you know he's from Taco Bell. He's supposed to be from the nearest Taco Bell drive-through. That's his gimmick. He likes Taco Bell. Uh, so he's now the sauce guy. Like, did he? I was like, he turned heel or something? Like, people are acting on like Twitter. Like, he's selling drugs or something. Like, he's selling tacos on the low. Like, not like man. It was it was interesting though. But the match was uh, it was on fire. Let me tell you something about these uh, two um, pre-show matches, man. Whoever did the camera work for these matches, it took me out of it because the camera work for these matches were horrible. You didn't see most of the eliminations. They were all over the fucking place. Uh, it was just... <sighs> I know GCW is an independent company. It's going to sound bad. But it, sound, it, it felt very indie. <laughs> I'm just saying, it was supposed to be a big deal. It was supposed to be at the Hammerstein Barber. And it's, usually GCW match, um, shows are good. But their YouTube shows, like the YouTube like camera work, has not been great. Like... It, it translates from like JCW, the, the one time they uh, host No Peace Underground. Just the the feed and the camera work is just horrible. Now, I, from what I understand, there's two separate camera uh, crews. There's the, the YouTube camera crew, and there's the uh, the fight camera crew. And apparently, fight when fight is there, they they actually do the um, they got the hard cam and everything, and the angles and everything. So. So that's that's what that was, I guess. Um, guess I guess because it's two different feeds, it's two different apps or whatever. Don't know how that shit works. I could have went to broadcasting school, but I didn't. So um, I just had the results here. Um, I believe Grin Reefer won the match. He won the match. I forgot how he won the match. Here we go. Grin Reefer hits uh, Mercer with a super uh, uh, DDT on the chair. For the three count. That's how he won the match. Um, before the show went on the air, Chris Dickinson and Brett Lauderdale uh, came in the uh, ring and uh, addressed the crowd. Uh, Chris Dickinson said that he's going to be coming back in April for um, for the collective. Um, pretty pretty much Bloodsport. Uh, Chris Dickinson broke something. He broke his hip or he broke his hip to his leg or something. He had had surgery and he's already walking. Like, this dude's a, a different beast. If you ever listen to his podcast, he's one of my favorites, honestly. He really reminds me of Bass Rutan. Um, and I really hope... This is my dream match, like, if this ever happened while Bass is still here. Um, I'm not saying Bass is dying or like that. I'm just saying while he's still here, while Bass is still active, stop, you know, being Bass Rutan. 
I feel like the match I want to see the most at Bloodsport, at any Bloodsport or any ring, is Bass Rudin versus Chris Dickinson. I feel like they got the similar styles, and I feel like that would be a very fun uh, striking clinic. You know what I mean? It'd be a very fun match. It'd be, it'd be like a passing the torch. You know, the guy that that ran shot through Pancrase against the guy that's the dirty daddy right now. So I feel like that match will be great on paper for Bloodsport. Um, I know Bass um, had surgery on one of his arms, so he had nerve nerve damage on one of his arms. Um, so, but I'm pretty sure they can work through that. I seen Bass judo flip somebody in a damn um, uh, uh, Japanese gi, like a big fluffy gi, recently. <laughs> so the man can still kind of move. I know he's still training and stuff, so I know the man can still, he's pretty limber. So I'm pretty sure that match can happen. And I know he does the uh, MMA Power Hour with, with Hannibal, uh, through the Hannibal Network. Let me say that. I don't, don't, I don't think he does it with Hannibal. But he does the MMA Power Hour. Um, so, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but yeah, Bass Rudin also challenged for the, uh, if people didn't know, for the I, I, uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight uh, title at one point. Um, I think it was post-UFC um, when he did this. So, um, yeah, that's what I want to talk about that. I want to see Bass Rudin versus Chris Dickinson. Uh, Ashley... Um, this is the last time we talk about this. Uh, I think a couple of months ago, before Chris Dickinson was actually injured, I was playing um, Virtual Pro Wrestling Freem Edition, and I made Chris Dickinson. And I was going through career mode, and his tag team partner was Bass Rudin. And you know, and it showed a back shot of Chris Dickinson's tights and and Bass Rudin in a um, in a robe, like waiting for their introductions. And I took a screenshot of that. And I literally put it on Twitter, and Chris Dickinson retweets it. I thought it was pretty cool. So he, he I think he knows, you know, um, I think he's getting prepared to uh, bass rooting a lot, and that's pretty cool. So here's the least favorite match. Of, well, it's one of the least favorite match I had with uh, GCW here. It's grab the, uh, grab the brass ring ladder match. Now, I felt like, and this match was pretty botchy, um, honestly. Um, it had Jordan Oliver versus Jimmy Lloyd versus Alex Cologne versus PCO versus Tony Deppin versus G. Uh, G Ray versus AJ Gray. AJ Gray was uh, a last minute a replacement. I believe he replaced Legal Rush, who later wrestled somebody else. It was a lot of it was kind of like maybe two replacements during the, uh, during that night. Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. AJ Gray was supposed to wrestle Eddie Kingston at uh, the Hymaside Bar Room. That would have been a bar burner, but uh, I think Eddie Kingston has a fracture, oval bone, uh, oval bone fracture, so he couldn't really wrestle. He's actually out right now. Um, he's he's not even on AEW right now. So he's healing up. Uh, he'll up soon, Eddie Kingston. Um, so this match, to me, was the scariest. And it's not like deathmatch scary, because... You know, you can see a death match and you can enjoy it. But this is like, oh my god, please don't fucking get injured. Like the ladders they were using, like this was the uh the Home Depot roof ladders, you know what I mean? Not like the ones that they take you pull apart and you just put on your house and you climb up. These were like this is like the WWE ladders, but they're like they had the um the skinnier side on the other side. I felt like they should have had like some kind of like gimmick ladder. I'm pretty sure they can get them somewhere 
Um, like Impact could have like helped them out, or they have fucking Jeff Jarrett on the show. I'm pretty sure Jeff Jarrett could have helped out with them ladders. I don't know. Um, the, there's some very scary spots. I think Jordan Oliver bent one of the rims. I'm pretty sure that was unintentional. He was in a package power driver. Um, so it was really hard for me. What I'm saying as a guy that did wrestling, that trained as a, a professional wrestler, I'm not saying I'm a rest, professional wrestler. Let's get that uh, out the way. Still got to get some um, some uh, training in to, to call myself that. Um, as a guy that did you know professional wrestling, I kind of like look at spots a lot. So, and you know, uh, the scariest one was AJ Gray, um, and Willie Mack said it in the uh, Twitter Spaces uh, one night that drilling, you know, he said he said that he knew AJ was far apart or something was wrong and he's like adrenaline he's already up there he's like I might as well just fucking jumped off it might have been it but I feel like AJ I thought AJ had broke his arm like legit broke his arm he fell on that other ladder and just looked it nasty man it just looked it really nasty so here's the uh, ending part uh, John Wayne Murdoch interferes and attacks Cologne uh, AJ Gray knocks Lloyd off the ladder and grabs the brass wing ring and wins the match. So that means that AJ Gray can challenge for any belt. And apparently he's the GCW Extreme Champion. I guess when PCO came back, he um I guess PCO was the original Extreme Champion. I didn't even know this belt does exist. Uh I found out about this belt like much, much later. Actually at that night. I think I found out about this on Twitter. Uh, not Twitter. Facebook. Facebook sales. Found out about Facebook on Facebook sales. Um so I guess PCO had took the belt with him, um, you know, and did other things, and then came back with the belt and lost it to AJ Gray, and AJ Gray had this like this this demon looking ass belt called the uh, GCW Extreme Title. So um, I guess AJ Gray can challenge for any belt. I, I was I thought he was gonna cash in on Moxley later on in the night, but probably they probably saving it for something much much bigger. Let's just say like. Um, I want to say, I want to say collective, collective weekend. They're gonna probably save it for collective weekend for AJ Gray. It could be for the culture, to be honest with you. Uh, now, it don't make any sense. I'm not gonna say why that don't make any sense. Um, next match, we got Gringo Loco, the um, demonic flamingo and Aries versus Bandito, uh, fast as fuck ASF and Laredo Kid. This match was uh, non stop lucha. Let's just say that. <laughs> We had great um, Gringo Loco on the show before. Um, he, cool dude. Um, I, I talked about him um, recently. He's a very cool dude. Uh, this match was pretty cool. There were some times where it was like um, they were waiting for a certain spot. It felt awkward, but you know the match had a good flow to it. And Gringo Loco and um, Demonte Flamingo and Aries wins. Um, I believe uh, Aries is actually on MLW. I think Gringo Loco is not on MLW anymore. And um, Demonic Flamingo, I, I believe he was in ROH. So, break, break, Blake, I want to say break. Blake Christian got, uh, came out, got on the mic and said, John Gresham is not here, I think because of COVID. So, Blake Christian says that he came to fight the best and he reveals that his opponent is Leo Rush. And I see Leo Rush because he was supposed to be in that ladder match. Um, 
thank God he wasn't, but it sucked because something traveled. Let's just say we'll, we'll talk about that a little later. Um, I seen him in his Blackheart uh, attire, like his, yeah, just like mismatched attire going on. Like I don't know. So I'm thinking like mid through the match that Willie um, or us were gonna turn into the Blackheart. Uh, I, I, that's what I was actually hoping for, but it was a good match. It was a really hard-hitting match, to be honest with you. Um, let's see. Let's read the end results. Christian gets rushed back in the ring and before landing a 450 double stump. Did he? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Did he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did, he did. He, he two-stump power drive him um, outside the ring and then hit the 450 double stump and got three counts. Now it's time for the most <laughs> WWE... GCW match I have ever seen and it might have been um, besides the ladder match the worst match of the night I'm sorry I apologize to both wrestlers because I actually like these guys um, Matt Cordona versus Joey Janela the best thing about this match because I guess because I know them is future Joey and who, who I also had on the show I, I guess I gotta stop with the cheap plug the, the name dropped him but Future Joy was uh, the best part of the show, honestly. <laughs> uh, he ripped up Cordona's uh, shirt and tossed it at Chelsea Green. He was, um, I think uh, Kevin uh, Gill gave uh, Future Joey a shout-out, which was pretty cool. Um, I mean, the match felt like it dragged out, too. Like, it like, this was like a very dragged-out match. Um, let me get to the uh, the ending here. So let me get to the part where Mark Sterling comes comes out. Sterling, 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 Sterling. Okay, Sterling. Okay, here we go. Sterling starts marking the crowd before bringing out someone in a Vince McMahon mask. Sterling takes off the mask, and and the person under it was Virgil. I was like, what does Virgil? Like I think because Janela and Virgil had heat or something. But what does Virgil got to do with this match? He immediately starts getting getting into it with somebody in the crowd, which I think is Vladimir, I believe, the, the super fan. Um, let's see. Cordona catches uh, Janelle in a near-fall roll-up. Uh, Sterling, Sterling um, comes to the ring. Uh, Cordona hits him with the belt. Hits Sterling with the belt. Um, and here's the part. Here's where it gets WWE-ish. Hornswoggle is underneath the ring. Hornswoggle shoves Janela into a ring post. Sam Stackhouse, which is a very large man, by the way, he gets in the ring and he battles um, Swoggle. Why did he put Hornswoggle and Swoggle? I don't know. He flattens Star um, Swoggle uh, with an avalanche in the corner. Stack Stackhouse misses a drop um, uh, middle rope moonsault onto um, Swoggle. He's out the way, and then Marco Stunt hits the ring. Who's uh, is literally is taller? Of course, he's taller than Swaggle. Swaggle is fucking a midget, right? Can we say midget? Yeah, we can say midget. He's a midget. He's a small person, but so is Marco Stunt. Marco Stunt has got got to be like four foot nine or something like that, right? So, compared to him, he's like the big show. And he, they told me he got a new hairdo. He basically just dyed his hair like blondish and it's all long and Janelle-ish. Um, they go at it. They both do a double, uh, I want to say elbow drop. 
onto the door. Uh, Swagger was in the ring on the door, and Janela was, um, Cordona was outside the ring um, during this match. And um, so that's going on. Like I said, this match drags on a little bit after that. Um, so I'm trying to get to the part here because it's a lot to read. Um, someone that dresses as Edge, where Edge, where um, he causes John Cena the WWE title against Rob Van Dam in ECW 2006 or 2007. I forgot what year that happened. Um, and it's Brian Myers. Uh, he takes off the helmet, and Cordona hits the one, two, three. And um, that you think that's it, but they start beating up Janela. Then X Pac music's hit. He was there for the night before because of uh, um, Jerry Lynn inducting Jerry Lynn in the Hall of Fame. So that happened. Uh, Mass Warner comes out um, saying that he wasn't 100%, but he's looking for a fight. Or I think he said he was looking for a fight. Then Atticus Cougar, who said that he was going to like destroy the show or interrupt the show. This felt like uh, this felt like a TNA segment. I ain't gonna lie. All right, Cougar says fuck Brett Lauderdale and the rest of GCW. Cougar said the second gear crew is just just Lauderdale snakes and uh, Warner attacks uh, Cougar and a brawl happens. Justin Matthews comes to the ring. He hits the uh, Cougar with a spear and the rest of 440 hits the ring and attack. Warner and Justice, and the lights goes out. Sabu's in the ring with Bill Alfonso. Sabu helps to gain out 440. Get him clearly a ring out with 440. Justice hits Gregory with the top rope splash. Alfonso hits the one, two, three. Um, like I said, this this felt like a uh, early NWA segment. To be honest with you, um, not good. Um, like Sabu did not want to be touched. <laughs> I don't blame him. <laughs> he really did not want to be touched. Uh, so we get to these, uh, this, so yeah, there's a video package of Ali Catch about her dream match against Al Ruby Soho. Um, and I think she comes out with a different music, uh, whatever. That's fine. Ruby Soho, Soho comes out. Um, this match felt a little short, to be honest with you. Um, I felt like the shortest match out the, um, of the night, honestly. Maybe they were running on time. But so Ruby Soho ended up winning. Um, she catched uh, uh, Alley Catch with the uh, Destination Kick or the Riot Kick. And there's a video package before um, Effie versus Jeff Jarrett. Now, I like... I like uh, uh, um, this 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 Jeff Jarrett. Okay, I like this Jeff Jarrett. Uh, he's he's kind of like uh, the dark, the uh, the the dark uh, Walker Texas Ranger kind of thing with the guitar and uh, I hate the the moderation with his music. I feel like he should have some like sad country music coming out or something like that. Honestly, that would have fit his character a little bit better if I had to like tweak Jeff Jarrett some music. But he, he chokes Vladimir, the super fan, for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> He's telling him, fuck you, fuck you. And then next thing you know, he literally chokes him. Like, he's the Undertaker. <laughs> and Jeff Jarrett, I believe, well, he's, what did Effie say? He said he's, like, 54 years old. And he's in, like, really good shape. <laughs> he said, like, Jeff Jarrett's in, like, jeans and a, and a football um, cut-off sleeve shirt and shit. 
He's like, it's, he said it's so weird to wrestle Jeff Jarrett with jeans. Yeah, this this was a very epic match, but it was like a really good match. I, I, I honestly like this match. Um, so Jeff Jarrett wins with the guitar. He hits Epi with the guitar, and then Epi like hawks up, but Jeff Jarrett immediately. What, they said he punched him in the balls. Grabs the guitar and uh, Jeff punched him in the balls. Okay, I might. Okay, Jeff punched Epi in the balls. And then hits Effie with the guitar. But Effie powers up like, ah, with, with the guitar still on his head, Jeff Jarrett hits the stroke, which I'd never seen before. And it looked devastating. It was nice. Um, Effie started bleeding across the nose. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that cut him. I know that was a gimmick guitar, but it cut him. Um, they were, The way they were rushing... Everybody off the ring. It just felt like they were like crushing time, you know. So I'm thinking this is the main event, but it's not. So uh, Homicide and John Moxley they wrestled. It was an okay match. Uh, um, not much to it. I uh, thought I really thought that AJ Gray was gonna come out, but um, he hits the 30 D's on the steel chair and hits the one two three. It gives uh, Homicide his uh, respects. Homicide had just had went into the Independent Hall of Fame as well. Um, so yeah, I thought AJ Gray was going to cash in his, uh, his brass wing on, um, Moxley that night. That would have been a good night to do it, but I'm pretty sure there was a time crunch. So this is something I kind of forgot. The GCW Tag Team Championship Open Challenge. So I kind of forgot about like, okay, the Briscoes um, did an open challenge. And then see, like, everybody thought it was going to be FTR. We was, we was waiting for that music to hit. That dun 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 Hey, you ever heard that shit live? It slaps. Seriously. Like, I thought about, I might change it as a ringtone. I got this, like, 80s ringtone anyway. Like, like loud. You know, that one. I got that one as a ringtone. I might, I might go ahead and download that and um, put that as a ringtone, honestly. Um, so that's what I was waiting on. So uh, some um, music I haven't heard in a while come out. And I swear to God, it's Matt Tremont. Matt Tremont comes out. And I'm like, wait a minute. I heard this music before. It's Matt. I'm like, oh, shit. It's Matt Tremont. I, I didn't think he was going to come back to GCW. I, I was there for his retirement death match with uh, Alice Colon. I talked about that because I thought Matt Tremont was going to hit me with a fucking chair because he swung it and it was coming my direction. You can see me in Fight TV. I'm in the corner. Um, big ass black dude with a V on his, on, on the shirt. That's me with the mask on and everything. So um, so Tremont's in the ring and then uh, Dewey Don- Donovan. That's, that's, that's his name, right? Dewey Donovan? Yeah, Dewey Donovan. He comes out. I think he brings out the pizza cutter or whatever, and then thong, you know, and then Nick Gage come out and everybody's fucking, you know, um, amped up and 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 Nick Gage got to get to the ring because they're crushing time. So Gage wastes no time to get to the ring. You even know they were like crushing time because MLJ did not do the 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 signature uh, intro, you know, for uh, Nick Gage. So. Let's just get down to the uh, ending here. Uh, Gage uh, then hits Mark with a choke breaker. And yeah, this feels like Lock Lester. Uh, hits him with the choke breaker. And one, two, three. New tag team, new 
uh, GCW Tag Team Champions, as they are now called the New Hate Club, uh, Matt Tremont and Nick Gage. Afterwards, Nick Gage cuts a promo hyping GCW while the members are in the ring, which is true. Um, and that was that. That was that match, uh, that uh, that pay-per-view. Like I said, it was kind of lackluster. Uh, for, um, I think it was Jay Briscoe that said something on Twitter. He said, uh, fuck pay-per-view time restraints. That's what he said. That's what made me think that they were crushing on time. And I was like, man, speaking of time... <laughs> I talked maybe like almost close to an hour about uh, GCW. Well, I talked about some other stuff, but I'll say about 30 minutes about GCW. I want to talk about the Thriller, Thriller uh, Combat 2. Yes, ma'am. What? Why are you? T- I- I'll talk to you later afterwards, okay? I'm-, I'm doing the podcast. Hold on. While that was happening, I see a spider. Let me just uh, take care of this motherfucker. It's like uh, it's the silver. There we go. Hey, hey, good brother. Hey, ah, hey. oh, right on my Street Fighter comic books. Really, fucker. God damn it. Anyway, sorry about that. All right, through the uh, Triad Combat Two. Um. Let's see here. We got. I'm gonna call him the Cobra. The Cobra against uh, Junior Dos Santos. I never seen this ring before. I heard about the first event. Um. Uh, it looked like it did well to be having a second one. Um, their record is twenty. His uh, the Cobra. His record is twenty nine to two. Uh, two losses and Junior Dos Santos is twenty one to nine. I think. I think. I don't know if that's their boxing and MMA record combined or not. Um, I don't know if this dude's a boxer or, or MMA fighter. I'm not sure. Um, there's this guy never fought before, uh, his, or his record is not on here. Chris Dawson against Vitor Belfort, and he just fucking stopped Holyfield at the last Triller event, and that's the only thing I can actually see here. Um, so. It's hard to say because I haven't seen Junior Dos Santos fight. I did see him wrestle live. I saw him wrestle at uh, um, AEW uh, Full Gear. I saw him wrestle at uh, AEW Full Gear. Um, he did okay. He like he's having some fun. Uh, Andre Arlovski is the one that actually stood out awkwardly, by the way. Um, not in a good way. Even when he did that fucking... He, he looked very emotionless uh, the whole time. And he like when he, he shocked me when he did that yell he was like ah and then like he just did a small drop like that's weird <laughs> and they're like hey hey show some more emotions like and then, then yeah that was the most weirdest street fight i've ever seen i don't think i ever like reviewed the show but that yeah that was a street fight that started out with traditional rules like everybody was tagging and in and everything like that it was so weird that that match was weird i guess because to get the MMA guys, uh, Lowski and Junior Dos Santos, used to like get the feel of like wrestling. I know Dan Lambert has wrestled before and have been in some kind of these matches before, so I know the psychology he was in. But I think like it was just to ease Santos and Olowski in this match. And now they're building Paige Vincent, a uh, bare knuckle boxer, against uh, Brandy Rose. Um, I don't know what to say about that. Um, 
for what I heard that I guess people were shouting more women wrestling on um, AEW and they give us Brandy Rose and now she's in a celebrity feud and you know it's bad where Brandy Rose is booed and she literally goes heel mode and doesn't work it doesn't work out at all and Dan Lambert who's portrayed as a heel is cheered in Chicago of all places He's like he gets cheered and then gets booed later on in the night. He is doing his job. Uh, Dan Lambert, man, he's 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 been a really good heel. Like he started off small. Let's just say that he, from Impact to MLW to now, like he he had the 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 wheels turning. You know, I was expecting to see King Mo. I'm pretty sure I'm expecting to see King Mo somehow somehow somewhere against uh, Cody probably. I was thinking Mazatop honestly, but um, but we'll have to see. That's that's enough of that triad. Um, I don't know how uh, Santos is gonna do against this Cobra dude. Uh, I'm sorry, I cannot pronounce his name. He looks like he's Bulgarian, Rusev. <laughs> yeah, he's Bulgarian. But um, I'm have, but this other match, I'm gonna have to go with a uh, uh, Vitor Beltor. I'm definitely have to go with him. That dude's uh, still got some dynamite in his hands, and it's in 23 days. So uh, let's move on to the next one here. Uh, TWC here in Lansing, Michigan. Um, TWC, uh, what's the name of the show? Oh, you know, you know, it's always like some kind of catchy ass show. TWC MMA. The show is actually uh, the name of the show is actually cut off for some reason. But um, I don't know if you can watch this on Fight or not. I feel like you could. Um, I don't know. If, I think this show is sold out. I try to get tickets uh, for this. I know Stokes was trying to sell me some tickets. Shout out to him. I'm talking about Chris Stokes Philly Office, by the way. We just call him Stokes. I may still go. I'm I'm debating. I'm debating. Okay. Like I said, that weirdness. I'm haven't been around this atmosphere in a very long time. Um, what I'm saying. Um, so let me just run down some of the matches that I know and some people that I do know. I don't know no much about Hicks. I know about Stokes. I made my pro debut against Chris Stokes Philly Office. Um, so I know Stokes has gotten in phenomenal shape. Phenomenal shape. This dude looked like a different dude. Okay. Um, and I'm not just putting him over because I know him and he beat me. All right, he just he he has done the work. All right, he has done the work, and um and I guess I could go and see him. Um, I guess I can go see him fight. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Um, I'll, I'm, I might hit him up later on tonight. Um, but I I, I don't want to say. Cause I had like I hadn't seen an MMA fight here in Michigan in a very long time, so I'm out the loop when it comes to MMA. Like I'm just now getting back in the loop myself when it comes to MMA and knowing who's who, and you know who's in this rank and everything like that. So, um, but this is a different promotion. Um, um, so honestly. Um, I, I'm not just going to say it by association and what I've been seeing, okay? Like, I haven't seen anything about this Hicks guy at all. I don't know, because these are older pitchers, to be honest with you. And I can tell you from a fact that Chris Stokes looks in great shape. He's in great shape, 
All right, Chris Stokes is in very great shape. Um, I think he's the main event, and I'm gonna say that this is for the heavyweight championship. And I'm thinking that it, um, Chris Stokes' Philly office will be um, um, the new heavyweight champion. I don't know if the Hicks is the champion or not. I'm thinking Stokes is challenging for the belt. Uh, we got the middleweight title. We got uh, uh damn it, uh, I forgot his first name. Um, I want to say it's not the one Tonsley, but he had dreads. Uh, <laughs> I do know that. Um, so, uh, we're gonna call him Tarantula Townsend. I'm I'm pretty sure he'd be okay with that. Tarantula Townsend against a guy that looked like a guy I went to school with named Pringle. He just his name just Pringle. Um. But his name was um, the guy I went to school with. Name is Javon Pringle, and he looks exactly like this dude. <laughs> he looked like the other Javon has went into MMA. Um, honestly, um, I may have to look it up. Um, they're fighting for the middleweight title. I have seen Townsend um, do work before. I believe he was in c contender for the um, and I mean Dana White's contender and a UFC contender. Um, I mean in the UFC, honestly. Um, I'm going to have to go with him. I see Grimsley going against Gary Edwards, former training partner. And I know Edwards has been doing the work with Andre uh, Garcia. Um, I know he's been doing work with him. So I know his gist game is going to be great. Uh, from what Mark Walker has told me um, at his uh, first pro uh, fighting, that he was very proud of Gary. Uh, he had came a long way. Um, but this was like years ago when he made his pro debut. This was before the pandemic too. So, um, but I know since then, because uh, he's now pro, he's been doing the work. So I'm gonna have to go with Gary Edwards. I guess guilty by association again, right? Justin Giants against uh, Dante Yanton. Um, um, Don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure I've seen this guy before. It just looked different. Um, I don't know who's gonna go over in that one. I say like in pro wrestling, Rodriguez against Rick Odin. Now this is that was surprising to see. Rick Odin, I didn't even know he still fight. I had refereed a lot of Rick Odin's fights in um, in Kalamazoo, uh, Michigan. Now I see Rick Odin in the amateur ranks, um, the um, rank, uh, rising up, but the pro ranks he haven't really done so well. I don't even know his record um, in the pros. I didn't even know he was still fighting to this day. I know Darius Hartwell was um, um, managing him for a little bit, so I don't know. I don't know about this uh, this fight, honestly. Um, you know, there's some other ones uh, that looks interesting. Um, uh, Lorenzo versus Abdullah looks good. It looks like a, a promising fight. Um, there's some females I'm just not uh, familiar with. They're probably new. Um, that's it. That's that's it. I don't know anybody else that looks like there's a Murdoch versus uh Rongman. Um and there's somebody else cut off, so I can't see. I'm looking at the flyer. I can't really see. So um I may go. I may go, I may not go. I do have a sitter uh for uh nineteen fights. <laughs> Holy shit, really? Is it really nineteen fights? No way. I don't see nineteen fights. No bullshit. It's gonna be some people are not making to that fight, trust me. Alright, um let's click out of that. Alright, um let's tell me uh, I'm gonna tell you something else what that surprised me. Was WE two K twenty two. That surprised me. I thought this shit was gonna look like dog shit. Um I'm serious. 
and I was really afraid because, and I, I'm still concerned. I'm still concerned, but it got me. All right. So let me start off here. We got the uh, standard edition, which is like sixty dollars. We got the cross gen edition, which I, I pointed out to somebody. Cross gen is free at most games. Um, so why would I pay an extra twenty something dollars for cross gen? I guess to play on your own, you know PS5 and Xbox. They're not really specific with that. Uh, oh, you can play a Star K Ray Mysterio. Okay, I, I I didn't know that. See, they not really. If you didn't go on the website, you didn't know. So I'm now just finding this out. Star K. I know about Undertaker, Mortal Pack, but I didn't know about Star K '96 Ray Mysterio. That's what he had the Phantom uh, mask on. Oh man, they give me a heads up. I did not know. I thought I can go an hour. Oh wow, I didn't I didn't know. Um, hold on real quick. Let's go ahead and go on a break. Let's save this, and I'll be right back, and I'll talk about uh, 2K. All right, we're back. I now I might put a, a commercial before that. I'm not sure. Um, I didn't know I was gonna run over an hour. That's crazy. That means I had shit to talk about. It was where I prepared, and I'm actually impressed it with myself uh, with doing that. Um, we talked about fighting. We talked about um, we talked yeah we talked about fighting wrestling. Um, I think uh, I addressed Twitch and everything, and I was now talking about 2K22, and I'm now just finding out about um, um, this, these uh, these additions. So what I was saying that I had a concern, so uh, you know, why pay extra for cross gen? I feel like that's a red flag, and uh, you got the deluxe edition, which basically you unlock a lot of stuff and get the extra stuff, and then you got the NWO. Um, pretty much. So basically, in previous games, you usually get Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, sometimes X-Pac, but um, they included Hogan. Of course, of course, you can't have the NWO without Hogan. I mean, duh. But with this one, it's saying that the NWO 4 Life Edition includes the dual um, gen entitlement. What? <laughs> that. That that didn't sound good. That did not sound good. The bonus edition, uh, the bonus digital content includes the deluxe edition plus playable NWO superstars two arenas. So I'm wondering what the two arenas is. People are speculating it is the NWO uh, sold out arenas. Um, one from the Revenge um, with the uh, kind of like a beige color, and the one the first one. The first one I actually like with all the TVs. Or whatever it has NWO on top, like over it and everything and stuff. Um, that's what I was thinking that that that's gonna be the arena. Um, that's that $120. Now, a lot of people are gonna disagree with me, and people don't hate. And people, I can't understand cancel culture. Like, you can cancel somebody for some something for they said 10 years ago, but oh, god, bit you can't call Hulk Hogan a racist. I'm not paying $120 for a racist. <laughs> okay, I'm just not. All right, if it comes down to it, I'll make Scott Hall, I'll make Kevin Nash, I'll make fucking um, X Pac. They were f free on the uh, regular edition on 2K19. I can play as them right now on 2K19. Hell, they they include Diesel and fucking Razor Ramon. I'll be fine with that. Okay, and one, two, three, kid. Um. I'll be fine with that. Now, I don't know who's all in the roster, honestly. They didn't say. I mean, this game's coming out next week. 
I mean, not next week, next month. And actually, here's the full roster list. It just, I just scrolled down and I, um, I'm looking at it right now. Let's see if they got anybody released on here. Um, we got AJ Styles, uh, Alexa Blitz, uh, Angela Dawkins, um, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, um, Big E, Bobby Lashley, Cesaro, Damian Priest, Drew McIntyre, Eddie Guerrero, Edge. I'm not going to mention the NWO edition. Uh, I forgot. Oh, I will mention this. Eric Bischoff is a playable character. Kane, um, Matez Ford, MVP, Naomi, Rey Mysterio, Rhea Rickley, Riddle, Sasha Banks, Seth Rollins, The Miz. That's it? That's, 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 no, that can't be the full roster. Hold on, here we go. Uh, Superstars, Legends, and Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and NXT UK. So we might see some people from NXT UK. We're going to see Gunter. <laughs> Why did they do that? Uh, oh, God. So, yeah, it's the six um, Xbox. I don't know. It's going to be the uh, WWE version. Cause it shows the WWE version of six or Xbox. But I'm thinking it's WCW uh, six. Um so it's a rumor that the wrestlers that were released, the mass release, they're gonna still be in there, like Keith Lee and um Mia Yim and um there was somebody else that was released. Braun Strowman, uh Bray Wyatt, I heard. Uh all these people that's been released of last year, um uh, sometime last year after WrestleMania is still in the game. There was some kind of dead um deadline. Um like Grand Manta League and um, Lince Dorado. I don't know if Kaliso's going to be in there or not. Uh, it might have took him out. Uh, some of these, I know, I don't know if some of the AEW guys are going to be in there, like uh, Adam Cole, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish. Um, you know, I don't know if they're going to be in the goddamn game or not. You know, um, I don't know if Mickey Jane's going to be in the game or not. They probably worked out some kind of give her to keep her in there. She was released. Too, but I don't know how long ago she was released. Um, I, I want to say she was released way before they uh, did the 2K2, 2K22 roster, honestly. I mean, they were working on that game during the pandemic, so they were working on this thing a long time. Now, the thing that was sold me was the actual gameplay, and then, which was concerning because I did originally I did make a actual podcast episode of it, and it's now been deleted. Deleted. It had ne- I never uploaded it, so I had deleted it. And it was me ripping on 2K, and I'm glad I did not upload it. Because I'm glad something told me to wait for a little bit. Um, they may show gameplay footage. Then they showed a gameplay trailer, and it wasn't. It was just angles with style, and it pissed me off. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, all this. I guess we'll be playing 2K19 for four, for another four, um, another year. Four-year anniversary, right? So, but then I saw the gameplay. It's a lot faster a lot arcadier. Um it's like a lot of it, it's it's gonna be glitchy as fuck, to be honest with you. And that sometimes that'd be fun. That's fun shit. Especially like in a, a wrestling game. That could be some some interesting things going on there. Alright. Um it kinda reminds me of the uh the SmackDown versus Raw eleven or even Day of Reckoning. It kinda reminds me of that. The way this 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 game gets a little fast paced um, you put that SmackDown versus, I mean, I mean, that SmackDown, here comes the pain into that shit. You know, that shit. You put that shit in the background. And 
man. Yeah, I think I think it might slap. It's saying it hits different. It, it may actually really do hit different. Now I don't know. Um, it's not in my hands. I'm not one of those 2K guys that gets hired or that the, the YouTubers that does 2K um, or the 2K videos, whatever. Then they end up getting hired, and I can't take their opinion at all because they're in the payroll. So I have to actually get the game in my goddamn hand and actually play it. Now. I thought about this. I usually, I had just started um, recollecting physical games. Um, there's not, I don't got many right now, but I got a few. I did it for the PlayStation Three, um, and I got a few for PS Four. I'm thinking about it because the cover does look nice. It looks very nice. I think. Let me go back here to the uh, page here. Watch the trailer. No, I don't want to watch the trailer. Um, I think it's actually the cross-gen version that actually looks good. The deluxe edition looks kind of plain, but it looks good, too. It's very colorful. Uh, but Ray Mysterio, of course, he got a very colorful attire. But, um, I may get it. I don't know if you can actually, like, choose which cover you can get. I definitely ain't getting the NWO one. But, uh, I would definitely, uh... I definitely fuck with this uh, cover, though. I'll get it. So I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm going to pre-order it. I'm probably going to go to GameStop. I'm probably going to pre-order this game. I'm probably going to... Um, I don't know if it comes with anything or not. I don't... If it comes with Supercard, I'm not playing anything with Supercard on it. I don't play that shit. I can't get into mobile games. I tried with AEW uh, GM. I'm not, I'm not into the GM shit, to be honest with you. Um, they got the stand-alone uh, career thing like you used to do in... Um, in the older SmackDown games, uh, SmackDown, um, SmackDown One and SmackDown Two, where you go just you know have matches and shit and unlock shit. I might do that. I might just create myself. Honestly, usually I do a whole roster. I may just keep that for uh, nineteen. I may still play nineteen because of all the creations I did. But I think I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it right now. I'm just gonna create myself, and I'm not gonna do any more uh, content for it. Um, so. You guys like my arenas and characters and stuff like that, and uh, always wanted to get it. Like I got a Game Boy um, uh, Superstar Game Boy Arena I made in 2K19. I got the Dev Jam Arena. I got the Dev Jam um, and 64 Arena that I actually made. It came out really good. I used other people's images to make it, but I'm mean, it's it's mine. So, you know, it's I use references. Let's just say that, but I won't be doing that. Um, I mean, if it, I mean, if I do download some arenas and I do do something like that, I'm, I, I'll make sure to share it. But, you know, um, yeah, that's what, that's what I uh, uh, gotta say about that. Uh, I was gonna talk about this. Um, it's taking forever to. All right, so Leo Rush was injured and. Um, yeah, I said I was going to talk about this because uh, he was removed from the ladder match at GCW. So he was at PWG, um, which sucks because that means we're not going to see um, Leo Rush um, um, run out his uh, AEW deal. I didn't know he uh, had a short-term deal with AEW. Um, but Leo Rush was injured after a fan threw a drink in, a, in the ring, which led to Leo Rush getting injured. Which dislocated his shoulder, as he said, clean dislocation. I, 
I can't imagine what a clean dislocation is. Um, I'm, I'm thinking when I say clean, when when people say clean dislocation, I'm thinking the meat came off the bone. That's what I'm thinking. But he said that he's gonna be good. He's gonna be good for the next couple of weeks or whatever like that. Somebody's replying to my story. Um, I don't know if that's the uh, someone getting slapped. This is this is a story where someone getting slapped. Um, and I think it's, Ter- it's Tony Baker uh, saying that, hey, man, we're going we're gonna to meet up for some grits, uh, some savory grits. <laughs> like, no, I like sweet, sweet grits. <laughs> I think it's funny. But uh, anyway, um, uh, what did Leah Russ say? Um, apparently, it was some kind of racist shit was said to him as well. But they're not saying what was said to him. Apparently, it was just racist. Um uh, here we go. The injury point was when Buddy Murphy hit the rope, the Rollins-style curve stump. Not sure he hit a sensitive spot or it came down harder than expected. Giving Excalibur a recommend. Um, my buddy, he might have slipped uh, slightly on the spot that was wet. That was a uh, drinker's throw. Uh, folks, don't throw shit at the ring. I talked about this with Matt Cordona. They're throwing that uh, hard-ass um, um, bottle, uh, them Bud Lights or uh, beer bottles. And sometimes they change them up, so it's not like glass. But I know some events, um, um, some events do sell glass bottles, but don't throw shit in the ring, yo. Um, that shit is super dangerous. And um, as a guy that fought in a ring or in a cage, and, and if that. If that motherfucker's wet. You you risk an injury, even with wet ropes. Like we saw, me and wrestling hair guys saw Matt Sardell slip because that's how hot it was. The the ropes were sweaty. He even turned into an angle on AEW Dark and we missed it. Uh, Michael Nakazawa apparently was behind that, but don't throw shit into the ring, y'all. Like come on, like you can get into the show, you can boo, you can say fuck Ohio and all that shit, but. Just don't, just don't be malicious like that. Like, come on, man, that's not even cool. All right, like, don't don't do that. Don't do shit like that. I mean, now down this man, his man got kids, and you got three kids. All right, you got three kids and a wife. You know, and and it sucks. He already had shoulder injury, and he had retired originally. Um. Because of a shoulder injury, he was scared that he couldn't hold his kid and stuff. People make fun of him about that, but hey, that's real life shit. I I've been through that where injuries literally fuck with real life, you know. Like, and he's still young. He's under thirty. All right, he's under thirty. So I don't know. I don't know. Leo Russ. He says coming back stronger. So um, that's good. And, like as a guy that like retired at age twenty nine in MMA. Um, I ain't, I'm, I'm gonna say it right now. My MMA career was shit. All right, it was played with politics and just just bad booking and mismatch and just I didn't get to the gym or nothing like that. Um, and when I got focused and determined, it was too little, too late. You know, just the politicking just got it, and I just couldn't deal with it. You know, um, you know, like I said, I couldn't deal with people. But now I got a management. And I got people that deal with that shit, and I'm and I I know what to do in the cage. It's kill to be killed, all right. I think I was just trying to be pretty, 
in the goddamn cage. Now I'm not so pretty now because of the results, all right? So there, I said it. That's why you don't see any fights on the goddamn, um, on my page or nothing like that. You just see promo pictures and posters and poses. That's all. And you think I want to fucking post pictures of myself getting beat the fuck up? I, no. Nah. Nah, huh? So, I mean, and even the last fight, which I had probably would have won, I was gassed out in the second round. These are excuses, and I shouldn't be saying this, but I was gassed out in the second round. You know, I I had that fight fucking won. I cut the dude and everything. I, that shit is not posted on my page. So, that's why I'm like, dude, I had, I, I, that's why I came out of retirement. All right? I came out of retirement to get to 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 write the story right. If I'm gonna retire, I'm gonna fucking retire. I'm not gonna retire like that. Like, come on, fuck off, man. So I took time off, alright? So I know what I gotta do. I know myself as an athlete, as a fighter, what, what it takes, you know? And I decided to do pro wrestling and MMA. I was really hesitant about the pro wrestling for a while. Nasty Leroy can tell you this. He actually got frustrated with me a whole bunch of times. You can tell... You can say what you will about Nasty Leroy. This man has a knowledge of wrestling, okay? And like it or not, he's a veteran, all right? You may not like his wrestling style or whatever like that. So what? You know, if if you can do it better, go ahead and do it a lot better, okay? That's why I tell people. If you can do it, go do it. But if you can't, shut the fuck up, all right? So, you know, I was constipating with that. So you heard it here first, all right? So my fight career was really shitty. And I, I, you know, uh, tend to write the right on that one um, when it comes to fighting. So, um, yeah. So, folks, this has been um, Vaughn vs. The World podcast. Very lengthy podcast, by the way. Um, I want to say probably an hour and some minutes. Um, I had stopped and paused and... Um, I came, I, yeah, I, I only took like maybe like a two minute break when I had to take that time off to record this part. Um, and I literally like stopped spraying my little uh, bug spray that I have here, like a, a mixture of uh, peppermint and lethal bug spray on the basement. Um, that's probably giving me a fucking headache right now. Um, and then talk to my daughter um, because um, she's on TikTok and her mother has. Um, basically found a way to find her now i want to i want to make this clear because some people think that i probably am keeping her because i'm getting tired of this asking this question all the time and i hope you guys listen to the end of this i get questions like where's her mom where's her mom okay so listen in 2019 i was in a custody battle with uh her mother um um i had one custody of of my daughter because she didn't show up for two custody hearings because she went after me for um, what's that thing called um, visiting rights visiting it was a uh, it's called something else I can't really think about it right now but it was originally a uh, parenting time that's what it, she originally went after me for parenting times now she only seen her um, like once or twice uh, out through the year uh, Thanksgiving Christmas time. That's it. Not a happy birthday, nothing like that. Um, matter of fact, they actually stayed down the street from me, like down the road, like maybe like four minutes away, right? So, November, I'm awarded um, full custody 
I didn't tell her because we wasn't talking, right? She was being real malicious. I had just lost my house in a fire, too. So she picked a really good time just to go after me with this. And they told me to countersuit with this, and I did. Because I had gave up originally. I originally gave up getting full custody of her because I think, because I, it was a Michigan state. And, you know, there is a, a woman's state, I mean, like Michigan's a woman's state. So I kind of gave up. I wasn't going to fight her for full custody. I was like, all right, I'll just take care of her or whatever like that, you know, whoop-de-whoop. And that's what I did. So when I, I was very happy when I leave when I got custody of her. But I was also scared because she, uh, uh, what's that thing called? Challenge, she challenged it. Um, she ejected it. So we had to go back to court one last time uh, a week before my daughter's birthday. And, um, and they did not change the ruling. I still had custody, but she had to have supervised visits because of her boyfriend and his long criminal history which she blames me about she's saying that I, I'm I'm the fault of that I'm like I did not tell that dude to fucking do all those crimes alright so so she has supposed to have supervised visit every Friday uh, every other Friday at her mom's house and I guess she didn't want to do it I got a message maybe like the third week of January so this is after my daughter's birthday and um, I wish I could pull it up. I still have it screenshotted somewhere in my computer just in case. My daughter has seen this message so she knows that daddy is not bullshit and daddy's not keeping you away from mommy whatsoever, despite what your mother is telling you. Um, that she said that I give up, I'll see her when she's 18. And yeah, that was it. It's heartbreaking. All right. Well, that's my daughter heartbreak because she was old enough to know at that point. And now she's uh, have followed her on TikTok, and I'm afraid that she's just gonna tell her that some bullshit stuff. But my daughter knows the truth. I actually have proof. I showed it to her. You know, I'm doing my best as I can as a single dad. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I just it's the rest is up to my kid because she's getting older. So if she wants her mother in her life, that's that's up to her. I'm I'm done on that part with her mom. I don't have to. I don't have to beg her or nothing like that. So that's what that when she had said like my mommy's still alive. That's what she has health problems too as well. So I had this went kind of a little personal, right? So anyway, this has been Vaughn versus the World podcast. Um, I was gonna get into some other stuff, but I'll, that that probably be another time. Honestly, um, I do appreciate you guys coming on this podcast and um, giving me a listen. Um, so here comes the plugs. Um, you can follow me at eight one zero underscore bad underscore news underscore Vaughn on Instagram. You can follow me also. I think same name, not with the underscores on Twitter. Um, Snapchat villain of Vaughn. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Pro wrestling tees. Um, Pro wrestling tees. Uh, bad news Vaughn eight one zero. I also have a new shirt as, as a reference from full gear um you uh do you have some blow i think do you want some blow or do you have you got some blow or something like that it got something to do with blow i kind of forgot i gotta look on it but it's a new shirt on there on pro wrestling tees um check it out i'm actually i actually got uh, like a lashing over that shirt but it's okay it's fine you know um you know i thought it was funny i didn't think it was gonna improve it but it did so this is bad news one Thank you for checking out my podcast. I'll catch you guys later. Peace. I'm used to just say, any streets don't play.
Life is precious always. Count your blessings each day. Mom and dad gon' pray. Hoping that we get safe. And all the lies that we take will lay here in these graces. Tombstones with their names. Heat without the propane. Sunshine and no rain. Say a man is gon' change. Say a man is gon' change. Maybe just in your brains. We will savage your tape. Ready to do your brain. Man, this ain't a fucking game. Lord, niggas better hit the floor. Bullets ain't got names. Ain't no foreign territory. Like, woo. Shit. Where from bad news? Everybody know the rules. Kill it, be killed, man. That shit is up to you. Niggas out here flat, learning their day. Kill your fucking family if you think you got away. Doesn't really matter where you living, anyways. Lurking on your ass, cause you probably fucking pray like, woo. Oh shit. Thinking they'll know this. Case closed, bitch. Cash every day, you never know shit. Running and we gunning, nigga. Welcome to the jungle. Dog eat dog, never heard of a muscle. All about Uno, keep your mind in the shuffle. Cause niggas in the wild, everybody in the fire. Drop two, drop four, drop their ass every time You push your keep dealing, get your money, Lord willing Just trying to eat 30k in the ceiling No heroes or villains, where we living is a prison Better watch your back, cause they wipe you off the map 365, it's a war where we at All this added pressure, just asking for a blessing Let's say you get the pine body bag or stretcher Riding no limit, all real, no gimmicks Trying to make a living while your shorty at the clinic Niggas caught you slipping flat like you in the kitchen, goddamn Homies used to just say any streets don't play Life is precious always Count your blessings each day Mom and dad gon' pray Hoping that we get safe And all the lies that we take Will lay here in these graves Tombstones with their names Heat without the propane Sunshine and no rain Say a man is gon' change Say a man is gon' change Maybe just in your brains Savage, your tape, predator, your brain, man, this ain't a fucking game. Lord, niggas better hit the floor. Bullets ain't got names. Ain't no foreign territory. Like, woo, shit. Where from bad news? Everybody know the rules. Kill it, be killed, man, that shit is up to you. Niggas out here flat, learning their day. Kill your fucking family if you think you got away. Doesn't really matter where you live in anyways. Lurking on your ass, cause you probably fucking pray like, woo. Oh shit. Thinking they'll know this. Case closed, bitch. 